0: to episode 25 of Press YYZ. We hit a quarter century. You can find the show on Twitter at Press YYZ, uh, where we appreciate any feedback you may have. We go live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. EST over at twitch.tv slash pressyyz. And just a quick reminder, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime, and we would very much appreciate a sub over at that there Twitch. I'm your host for tonight, Mr. Mitch George, joined today by the ever-consistent Alexander Cozy Cozina, hello. Our floppy-haired fella, Alex Ballant, hi. The master of butt puns, AJ Fraser.
1: I love butt stuff.
0: And the phenomenal Nathan McInerney. Ooh, I like that one. It's not sexy. I figured you would, but it's pretty good. So
2: there you go. (laughs) Good job. How's everyone? How's everyone doing? How long did it take you to come up with those names?
0: About. six. Five minutes
2: okay that's an acceptable amount of time i was expecting it to be like oh you know it took me like three hours i was really proud of them (laughs) i I like to imagine uh...
1: mitch just sat there thinking about it like pen to paper just like what what's gonna be what's gonna be oh my god
0: no i had i had six hours of meetings today at work that could have been emails and when i have those i don't Focus on those because I don't really need to be there. So I spend time brainstorming podcasty stuff. So I did that, and you're welcome.
2: Well, thank you're you. You're welcome. Great. You're welcome. You you made a very accurate observation.
0: I do that occasionally. Alex, let me guess. You've been playing Halo.
2: I have been playing Halo. Halo is the only thing I have played this week, and it came out yesterday. Um, All right,
1: let's start from the beginning. What's a Halo?
2: Uh, well, you see, uh, a few hundred thousand. No, okay. Uh, Halo Three came out on PC. It's fucking awesome. It's the best port three four three has done on PC. There's been very very few issues, and let me just tell you, this game is a warm fucking blanket. Because right now I've not had any any real urge or desire to play video games. I've had I've been kind of burned out between just some like life stuff and then as well um, like life stuff. And are you playing the Beyonce Halo video on Twitch? <laughs> <laughs> That's I, what maybe. I was uh, thinking when we talked about Halo. I was like, we
0: should do a Beyonce reference or something, it. And yeah. we're going to get claimed on Twitch. It's not playing
3: any music. Yeah, there's I, I think no, it's no audio. We're good. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's totally safe.
2: Yeah, so I just like, you know, it's it's really nice to have this game, this literal perfect game from my childhood and playing it. It's, it's really fun. And I... Um, yeah like the only other thing i've been doing is i've been trying to like get back into more exercise stuff so i've been doing like uh for at least the last like four days i've done uh a 12k bike ride um each so it's about like 45 minutes or so uh yeah actually that's
3: awesome i've been going on a lot of bike rides myself i got a new second hand bike recently too Mm mm-hmm Yes. Our minds, great minds think alike, as they say.
2: Yeah, I've had this i have had this bike for like two years, and I literally just like haven't used it at all. And so I'm like, I'm going to try to, because I, you know, with personal stuff, I'm just like, oh, self-worth, I need to rediscover you. And so I'm just like, you know what? I want to feel good about Do myself. Do you, though? And so, I mean. Do you? Hey, man. I heard a really, there's an amazing quote from one Troy Baker that I just want to share with the podcast today. Know your worth. You're- Fuck your value. And it's this... Hello?
0: Oh, sorry. My phone started doing stuff. Weird stuff. I don't know what happened. No worries.
2: <laughs> me. No worries. But okay. yeah. So I've just been like... is a thing. I've just been like, you know, with um, self-worth and stuff. Know your worth. Fuck your value. Um, it's been a weird week for me.
0: Uh, speaking of self-worth, I have none and just ground my way through to the Last of Us 2 platinum over the night. So I did Ooh. that and I'm happy... And speaking of The Last of Us Two, if you haven't, we've put up our. If you haven't checked it out, we uh, we put up our spoiler cast for the show or for the podcast crew to spoil the shit out of The Last of Us Two. So yeah, check that out if you're into it.
2: It is two hours of actual pretty good conversations. I think that we, I think we did a really good job of kind of going through all aspects of specifically the story was like the main part we focused on and i thought we did a really good job kind of like and i thought our opinions were also pretty varied uh for the most part so i think it's a pretty good listen a lot
3: of twists and turns there if you came out of the last part two being like i don't feel like there were enough twists in that story watch our spoiler cast because it will leave you feeling sated
0: I mean, speaking of twists and turns, Cozy, I know you've been putting together your retrospective on The Last of Us 2 and how you compare it to some other games you've played this year, so please regale us.
3: Uh, I I mean, yeah, so like on Twitter earlier today, I'm like, hey, uh, I just recently, totally coincidentally, managed to beat God of War 2018. It was one of those things, I did not intend to play and beat both those games at exactly the same time, it just worked out that way, and really enjoyed God of War 2018, 2018 I think it's a really solid game um I would say at the end of the day though I kind of have to put it in equal regard to The Last of Us Part 2 I think The Last of Us Part 2 as they talked about on the spoiler cast is a game that I think has really really high highs and some really low lows I think that God of War 2018 is more consistently high but I think that both of them are hurt by how long they are I think The Last of Us Part 2 has a decent bit of filler in it here and there that just didn't need to be in the game that I feel pads it out needlessly. With God of War, I don't necessarily know that the it has a ton of filler. However, I will say that the sheer length of it meant that I was basically playing it in multiple different chunks, and I feel like my experience of playing it in chunks resulted in a lot of like pretty significant moments in that game having their wings clipped in terms of their effectiveness or Just in general the overall feel of the game feeling a little bit disjointed Um, There's a certain character that you encounter very early on in God of War 2018 I'm gonna remain very spoiler light here uh, called the stranger You have a big fight with the stranger and then the game goes a really really long time until you have your next encounter with the stranger and this was intentional on the part of Corey Barlog and the company. They wanted to make it so that when you would encounter the stranger next, you would be filled with like, intrigue and mystery of like, hmm, it's been a while since I last saw him. But because of the way I played it, because of how long of a game it was, it was that much longer until I finally saw him again. And when I finally saw him again, I'm like, well, at this point, I feel like I'm pretty frustrated and tired out. That's just one example of the way in which I feel like God of War's sheer length worked against it. And so, yeah, it's, I kind of concluded my tweet storm earlier today by saying, you know, I hope, and I know this is not going to happen, but I do hope that with the next generation developers, you know, take chances and, you know, offer some longer experiences, offer some shorter experiences. There's no universe in which, like, I think anyone would say that Killzone 3 is a better game than The Last of Us Part 2 or God of War 2018, but honestly, in this weird way, I, kind of, sort of, maybe possibly slightly enjoyed the experience of going through Kills and Three*'s narrative way back when I played it many years ago because I was able to experience the entirety of it in like a day and a half. And I can't say that about a lot of modern games.
2: I will agree that I do think that there is going to be this bubble that bursts with the length of AAA games. Just, I mean, looking at like, we're going to get into it, but looking at the end of this year, holy shit there's a lot of stuff coming that's gonna be 50 plus, plus hours. hours yeah like they're these really long experiences that i want to play them all but i just don't have time and so i really i love one of the one of the best games of last year control was like 12 hours perfect oh i, like, I mean i
3: feel like i should probably go check out control now
2: control is fantastic uh, it, and i it, highly recommend it. It. it's worth I've
3: checking heard out good things one, about it
0: yeah, it's, it's a game I didn't get to until this year, and it's yeah, one of the too. best games I've played this year.
2: Yeah. Uh,
3: I do want to just conclude my little rant by saying, you know, mm-hmm. if you enjoyed The Last of Us Part Two greatly and or God of War 2018, don't take this as a personal attack on you. I'm happy that you were able to more consistently enjoy them despite their lengths. Um, I think, though, reflecting back on the past few months, that Final Fantasy seven Remake is still... Probably my favorite game of all the games that I've played solely because I feel like it kind of split the difference where you tend to think of the JRPG genre and you think of really, 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 really long games and you think of the action game genre, which I would classify The Last of Us Part Two and God of War into, and you tend to tend to think of sort of shorter experiences. God of War 2018, The Last of Us Part Two, definitely offered experiences that I thought were a little bit too long in the two for the genre, whereas I feel like Final Fantasy seven Remake went a little bit shorter for it's genre standards
1: and I appreciated that more. Okay. Um we're talking about long games and that that's typically in regards to our count. How would you guys describe a girthy game? So
0: uh, are one those being, that's wider? Uh,
2: uh, wouldn't those like be the ones that are just like padded with filler? But I guess that's also what a yeah. long game we're is.
0: We're n- we're not we're not talking about it's this not Nathan lo- you put in the d- It's long no, for the no, sake of no, being no, long, I guess. Stop please stop nathan you put in the doc rainbows toilets and unicorns tell us whatever the hell that means uh rainbow toilets and unicorns um i got a review code for it it's been out in a little while now uh but But that that's the that's the name of the game yes jesus christ okay go ahead so you ride a unicorn and it's like a shmup um so as you're riding the unicorn you fight um you fight things uh it's like you shoot at it and it's a very satirical uh game um like it, it takes on politics religion pop culture social influencers um and all the enemies uh kind of are like that type of thing it's a real uh, like disney's in it um so it's a really interesting game it's not complicated did, it's hard did disney consent to be in this game i don't think it's actually disney um it's very, like there isn't much depth to the game all the enemies like even though um, there's lots of different enemy types they all kind of have the same patterns and feels to them uh, so they don't like really feel different from level to level but it's really hard because it's one hit and you're dead so you um yeah it's not the easiest game to play once you start playing you power up a bit um, and once you're powered up it, it gets a lot easier and you can mow through the regular guys till you get to the bosses uh, just an interesting game uh, and I enjoyed the satirical look on uh, politics and all the different avenues it took. Cool and we can check that out at ps4blog.net I'm assuming now soon eventually uh, I'm writing it tonight so right I've tonight. written it out I just gotta post it so Cool, cool. Uh, speaking of games for review, Nathan you actually we had a conversation and you hooked me up with your editor over at ps4blog.net and I've actually started writing reviews there too so I actually reviewed a couple games for the site. One is live, one should be live soon, uh, both from the same developer. They're a couple of sing- single developer team, a couple of smaller arcade experiences. Uh, the first one where the review is up is a game called Singled Out on the Switch, which is actually pretty neat. It's sort of like give, given three characteristics, try to pick the bad guy out of the crowd, essentially. And fun little arcade experience. It's, and it gets pretty challenging into the upper levels. And the second game, which I actually enjoyed quite a bit, or roughly about the same, was uh, a game called Ghost Grab 3000, which is another sort of twin-stick, arcadey type experience. But you're trying to like chain together a bunch of ghosts and stuff. It's know, it's fun little stuff, and to see it come out of a single dev uh, is pretty cool. Nothing more to really say on that. Uh, AJ, you want to talk Stadia stuff? So talk about some Stadia stuff.
1: Uh, I didn't watch that fucking garbage. <laughs> Except I'm playing
0: I, I, a game that was in that fucking garbage, so...
1: That's true. I, I did do that. Um, Orcs Must Die 3 uh, is a video game, uh, and it's on out on Stadia now. Uh, if you have Pro, you can uh, uh, claim it, and it gets added to your library. Uh, I played a little bit of it uh, today, and um, think of it like Gears of War's horde mode, where you can... Um, you you build traps and you know enemies come in it tower defense like sort of game. Alex, do you have a question?
2: Uh, continue and then once you're like sort of done, I have a question about just Stadia in general for you.
1: Sure. Um, yeah. Um, there, there. At the at the point I'm at in in Orcs Must Die Three, there isn't too much uh, going on. Um, it's 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 literally hey you've you've got a, a few traps here. You've I've unlocked a, a, a few more that you know slow slow the enemies down and there's there's newer enemies that that uh come up as as the waves get increasingly more difficult um but yeah it it seems like a, a fairly a fairly good time waster i'd be uh interested if you guys still have your stadia pro subscriptions somehow <laughs> Good uh, to to play uh d- to do a little multiplayer like uh we did on cozy stream once with the uh, zombie game but i mean
3: um, i wouldn't mind playing on my uh, channel but you'd,
1: you'd have to have get to subscribe to stadia <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: and AJ, or a you could just buy it. the game and
1: you have it on your google account forever I, would you say that that would you say that this is a girthy experience um yeah i honestly i think i think i would like it, it's good girthy and in, it, good for short bursts can we as well.
0: please stop referring to
1: things as girthy no. No,
2: because okay, it's just and it's just the accurate the most accurate term <laughs> that we have and we're just we don't have the capacity of words to be able to describe something better.
1: I agree.
0: Um Nathan, you have other stuff to talk about, right? That isn't what they're what? talking about. Uh sure, yeah. I hope. please help. Um uh, So, uh, uh I so I've reviewed another game, uh Super Liminal. Uh it's comes from Pillow castle games um i believe i've got that right but essentially it's a portal-esque uh game where you've got to solve puzzles in first person and kind of all the focus is on the change of perspective um in the first level uh, like and each level kind of has its own thing i missed that switch i did not see the switch when i played it interesting i played on switch uh but as you can see there you can um oh no that's just for the trailer um Yeah, uh, but yeah so you kind of like fool around with the size of everything but you can also um like things will change in perspective about where you're putting them um and become things that you can use um each level kind of has its own hook as you're going through the game uh and it really messes around uh with perspective and that's really a big thing um this uh trailer spoils a lot of the puzzle answers actually <laughs> um, as I'm watching this, again. that's, that's the problem I run into with advertising for puzzle games. It's like, yeah, no, these are like the most interesting puzzles, which are probably also going to be some of the more difficult, but here's the answer. Yeah. Um, it's a really good time. It's not quite, it's a good game. Um, it doesn't quite hit greatness. Cause I feel like there's like these nine different separated stages you continually wake up in a new version of the dream with new things you can do but for whatever reason you put aside the old things you could do um and when you put th- so you're putting them aside um for all these new things and nothing ever comes in conjunction of using them all together hmm. so um yeah. and then there's uh, like a voice in the back that telling you about the dream and not to go further in the dream and then there's these tape recorders you can hit with this doctor that telling you to get out of the dream like trying to help you get out of the dream but it never quite hits portal goodness and
3: and that's what i was going to ask if there's much in the way of story because i feel like what portal the meat of the experience were the puzzles but then the kind of icing on the cake the thing that really made it a classic was the story on top of all that
0: yeah no. the story like it kind of falls flat at the end like it's nice it's got like this nice but it's not anywhere i was hoping for something a little more um girthy story wise um into
2: like the portal aspect we cannot make
0: this a running joke please god no
2: the more you resist the more it'll happen it's just never effect it never got
0: there so i don't know um it's good it's a good game it just it misses greatness so, but I really like it, and it's a fun few hours. You can beat it in a, sit, a sitting. I know uh, Cozy was just talking about he hates. He's starting to not like the longer uh, games. Um, so this is a much uh, smaller experience that he might appreciate. What's the trophy list like? Or did you play uh, it on I don't Switch? know. I played on Switch. Okay. Say, uh, it does have in-game achievements, so... Um, I was going to say, if it's, a short, if it's a shorter game with a decent Platinum, I'm sure Cozy would be all over that for stream. I'm sure it's, I'm sure looking at the tro- uh, the achievements on the Switch, uh, you could probably get the Platinum. Pretty easy. This sounds like a really fun stream game, like
3: the kind of game that I would play half of on one stream and the other half on the next.
0: Yeah, it doesn't sound like a bad idea. Uh, can I Can I say something that I accomplished today, just for a second? What ahead, you? So yeah, we've sure. already been talking about my accomplishments with platinums and stuff but uh i put on pants with a with a zipper for the first time today in like four months and oh that made me God. feel real good congratulations right oh. i'm dressed up all swanky because we had to go out and we purchased our wedding bands for the wedding Ooh, yeah except i think we're getting to the point so for those who aren't aware we're most of us are in southern ontario and they're starting to lift restrictions around COVID nineteen lockdowns, but it still doesn't look likely that uh, we're going to be able to have our wedding in September the way we wanted to. So Aww. we're going through the motions right now of having to push everything out except for uh, except for the ceremony. So not a uh, not a great week, all things considered. But we're 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 still doing our best to make the best of it. Still trying to remain excited for September, even though it doesn't mean having the party with y'all and with family and other friends that that we were looking forward to but next we're gonna yeah we're well we're hoping for next year our venue oh my god don't even get me started on our venue they're like oh we'll give you a saturday in the first three months of 2021 otherwise you have to wait until 2022 oh and we're not giving you your deposit back so oh yeah fucked up and uh let's try not to end this on such a downer note so let's go into the news for the week ah shit the first story i put in here is just what the fuck ubisoft so we're gonna go from bad to worse and talk a little bit about the three executives over at ubisoft that have quit after misconduct allegations came out the news coming via jason schreier over at bloomberg so over the weekend there was an expose put out by a french newspaper that i believe is liberation, think.
3: liberation.
0: yes thank you our french connection cozy uh that really highlighted some really really terrible things that some executives had been some of the executives have been conducting over there at e old ubisoft and the hammer came down real hard over the weekend uh three high-level executives have left including serge Hasque, the chief creative officer who is responsible for shepherding all of ubisoft's blockbuster franchises including assassin's creed and far cry uh Yanis malay who is the managing director of all of Ubisoft's Canadian studios, as well as Cecile Cornet, the global head of HR. In an internal message to employees reviewed by Bloomberg, chief executive Yves Guillemot said he planned to personally oversee a complete overhaul of Ubisoft's creative editorial team and that his goal is to create an inclusive and open culture Mm -hmm. that embraces more diverse and multidisciplinary expertise. Oh, what the hell's going over that? Like, how can you get, a, like, someone else talk. I'm frustrated.
2: We're going to see a very, very fundamentally different Ubisoft very soon. Um, yeah. It's a really good thing that these people are gone, but they also had such a, such a, well, like a couple of them had like such a high uh, bar, or like they were very much in charge of the games that were getting made at Ubisoft. And now that they're gone. We might start seeing some some really different stuff coming from them
1: which honestly i think might be a a a good thing um like even though like something like assassin's creed has grown and evolved into something that you know everybody kind of likes like if you think about it like a few years ago they said that they would be take like stopping the annualization of that of assassin's creed and then now they're back to like one every other like, year, yeah like every not even every other year, it's like it's
0: they skipped last year, they did two years they, in a row, then they skipped last year, and then we yeah get one this so year. if it correct
1: if we get another one next year, then you know that's their new pattern, which you know that's not it quite annualized, but it's pretty close to it it's better
0: than what we had
3: before yeah I mean yeah. are we that certain though that these people that just left are like personally responsible for like the, the Far Cry-ification of so many of Ubisoft's franchises, though? Like, uh, I feel no, like... Go ahead. I
0: mean, the 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 CCO who left the company, uh, according to insiders, he had, he had carte blanche. If he liked something, it got the green light. If he didn't like something, hmm. he canceled it. It came down to one person. So the fact that this change is coming from the top, they're recognizing that there are issues, and that maybe it'll mean that some of the creative voices that might have been... Stifled under what seems to be a very predatory man, uh, might get to see their creative vision come to light, and that could be something very fresh for a company that has seen all all of their big open world franchises sort of go the far cry route of here's a huge open world with eighty five thousand things you have to cross off a list. I mean,
3: at the very least, like it does take just one game to be revolutionary to kind of like cause a sea of change in so many other games. It, it took just the original Far Cry 3, kind of a weird sentence, but you know what I'm getting yeah, at, yeah. to spur change in so many of Ubisoft's other games. So who knows? It might just lead to a small change, but that's might all it might take.
0: I mean, speaking of other Ubisoft games, we also got Ubisoft Forward this past week with a ton of game news and announcements. So we can just quickly go through this. If anyone has anything they want to say to a game that they showed off, we can we can touch on it a little bit, but they, they only the showed news.
2: I mean they only showed four games, which was actually really nice the hey, that the
0: mm-hmm. They showed Just Dance twenty twenty.
2: They showed that in the pre show though. That doesn't count.
0: It I mean it counts. It's getting DLC. Come on. It wasn't in the main show. All, yeah, the main no, show also, was literally
2: only four games.
0: Well, I mean in the main show they also talked a little bit about uh wasn't the Oh no, that was all pre-show stuff. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was so Hyper really the it was
2: Hyperspace, uh Far Cry, Watch Dogs Legion, Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed. Brawl
0: they did oh, talk wait. about Brawl The Hall, mobile leak game. Uh, oh. I'm watching yeah. the I repressed pre-show that. right now. I repressed they okay. talked about let, tracking, let the media, me, apparently. Let me let me go through what was announced during the show and then we can talk about it. Okay. So, we got a release date for Watch Dogs Legion. It'll come out October 29th, 2020 on Xbox One, PS4, Stadia and PC as well as Uplay Plus when the Series X and PS5 launch it'll be on those two with a free upgrade from the previous console generation, which is nice Uh, Brawlhalla is coming to mobile on August 6th cool, Uh, we got another mobile game which the internet hated uh, called Elite Squad because It gave us a glimpse of Sam Fisher being in a game but not a Splinter Cell game and what the hell, Ubisoft. As well as a Might and Magic mobile game that, whatever. They delved a little bit more into Hyperscape and the fact that it's open beta is now available on PC and will arrive this summer for PC, Xbox One, and PS4. And then they dove deep into their last two games in that Assassin's Creed Valhalla got a November 17th release date which had leaked earlier in the week. The game will come to Xbox One, Series X, PS4, PS5, PC, and Stadia. And again, Ubisoft going all in. All of their games that are going to be on next-gen support free upgrades, which is great. And the final surprise that was not a surprise because it also leaked because Ubisoft can't keep a fucking secret is that Far Cry 6 is confirmed and actor Giancarlo Esposito will be the villain of the game. And it will release in February of 2020 for everything except the Switch and Stadia cuz no one cares about those two. But we don't know games, that it's not apparently. coming to Stadia. We know it's at least confirmed for Xbox One, Series X, PS4, PS5, and PC.
2: Ubisoft's probably just not sure if Stadia is going to be around in February of next year. That's
3: understandable has, to be honest. Has there been a numbered Far Cry game on a Nintendo console?
0: No, I don't think no. so. They got they got, there were there were some spin-off games on the Wii right. probably, but yeah. that's probably a
3: I remember that one got into trouble because apparently the screenshots that they showed on the back of the Wii one were, like, not really genuine to what the Wii could do graphically. Hmm. That just sounds like the Wii in that. general.
2: I gotta yeah. say, uh, like, this this uh, forward show was pretty... I really liked it. Like, I mean, yes, there were no surprises in it, and one of the big surprises was leaked, but just the presentation and the, like... Just showing, they showed the games, and then they, they had the developers, and maybe maybe I might be a little hypocritical in the way that I just bashed EA, but at least they, give, they showed the games first, though. They didn't have the developers show up for 15 minutes and then show a trailer. They actually did, like, really intense deep dives on each of the games that they showed. Um, except for Far Cry, but that's just because they didn't have any Far Cry. But they say Far Cry for the end, like Far Cry was. Supposed it was to be just one the reveal.
0: Thing. It was the intro cinematic and in a trailer, right? Nothing. Yeah, yeah. Nothing there was too no game. Revolutionary to Far Cry. Yeah. Yeah. They've announced the next. Um, well, they said that they're going to have another Ubisoft forward. Mm-hmm. So, so I assume we'll see start Far Cry th- like three playing then. I'm kind of mixed on the um, the Ubisoft show. Like, I thought it was fine, but I thought we almost spent too much time on each of the games and too much time. Like, I guess it's nice to hear from the developers, but, like, when you look at the PlayStation conference, you had a good, fast clip on everything that was going by, and we'll see um, how meaty the next show is, but it almost could have felt like they could have combined them. Yeah, that's true. So it, it, well, it would depend on what they're holding for the next show, right? Like, those yeah, assets may not be ready. That. They can't, They can't. like, let's say the next show is going to be in October, just i think it'll be a, in August, a month honestly. out there like i think now nah, I, I think they gotta have a little more time between them but yeah, let's say okay. it's in the lead up to the launch of uh, far cry legion which i was very glad we got a release date of 2020 but let's say they do something leading up to that there's not going to be a lot more they can show about a game like that and for their games that are later in the year assassin's creed has already gotten some pretty intense um in-depth preview and then it'll be far cry stuff which probably wasn't ready to go now and will be for whatever whenever the subsequent show is so i think they're gonna have to have something else to to blow us out of the water or at least surprise us when it comes to the next show when it leaks three days before the actual presentation there um, were good and evil of
2: too yeah there were no. some there were some notable games missing from this like beyond good and evil 2 like Skull and Bones, which apparently has been just completely rebooted, rebooted um, as well as uh, Gods and Monsters, as well that roller derby game that they showed a little while ago. Like I think it was last year they showed it. Like there's there were some very substantial things that were they're very clearly missing from Ubisoft. So yeah. that's why that's why I was thinking that another show could be sooner than like October was because they had like they could potentially be like this is like. We know what their their year is looking like between Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed, which is so crazy that they're releasing those two games, how similar they are so close together. I digress. Um, we could then and see... And then Far like,
0: Cry, like, two months after.
2: Yeah. Like, we could potentially see, like, these are going to be some of the... Some of the... Um, stichial, ins, uh, bleh, some of the smaller games. Interstitial. games that we're going to be releasing between all of these um, well maybe not Gods and Monsters or Beyond Good and Evil but like the roller derby game we're still missing that like we could just start seeing more information about some of these games
0: also I know I, we're not going to see it but where's Rayman yeah. Seriously. or Splinter Cell Rayman Splinter, Splinter Cell <laughs> the list could go on and on but like we said earlier these games for the most part aren't coming to Stadia but there are some other games that are and I'm going to shut up and just let AJ talk about this because he's the Stadia guy go you're on mute We can't
1: hear you. Of course, I'm on mute. (laughs) Uh, I watched the five-minute thing. Was it really only five minutes? Yeah, there was like a five-minute. No, there there was. It was like a fifteen-minute presentation that they condensed into five minutes, and they put it up on their official channel, like the highlights of it. Um, And and my biggest takeaway from that was the the lady looked like she had a gun to her head and was being forced to smile through the words she was saying um which is slightly unfortunate um but um one feature that they announced was the uh, youtube link to stadia so if let, let's say hypothetically they, they, we put a video on the youtube annou- channel they didn't,
0: now to the, to to give them a little while wow, you weren't anyway. kidding
1: yeah yeah that, yeah like off camera it looks like she's got a gun to her head and oh, she's nah. being forced to okay. smile.
0: Uh, they had announced this feature of click link go to Stadia previously. It just wasn't available. Until yeah, it's now. one of
1: those many features that they announced way too early that should have been ready at like back in November, but wasn't. Because um, like l- let's let's be real, it's just a glorified store link at this point, yeah. right? What they showed here is just a glorified store link. Um, now, other features like. Um, like oh hey uh, you're watching a YouTube video and you can pick up uh, a, a save directly from this spot or something like that you know that's still like to come in the future right but like that was also promised but I mean like I said this is just a glorified store link at this point and that's how I got to claim got to the claim page for Orcs Must Die Three is through the link in the description of the video.
0: Which, I mean, you could have done for any storefront, so I don't know why it's so revolutionary.
2: But you don't have to download the game. You can play it right away. Honestly? If
0: you have Stadia, and if you have Stadia Pro, and if you have a Stadia controller, otherwise it's just clicking. You don't a need a controller.
1: Stuff. You can use mouse and keyboard.
0: No one wants to do that.
1: You can Bluetooth your PS4 controller to your phone or to your laptop if you want.
0: Not a, not if you're using an iPhone. Let's quickly go through the game's thing. I was just gonna say, we can quickly go through the games they announced and then move on. So, okay. newly announced games only on Stadia Outcasters. First, or I don't know if it's first party, but it's coming from Splash Damage. It's an online multiplayer game that looks cute, I guess, whatever. Like we've talked about, Orcs Must Die 3, available on Stadia on Pro for free now, whatever. Super Bomberman R Online, which is the Bomberman game that came out at the launch of Switch, but with the Battle Royale mode, great. One hand clapping, which I might actually give Google money to play this game because it actually looked pretty neat. It's a 2D puzzle platformer where you sing into your headset to solve puzzles. So Carmen will love me singing that. Uh, we're getting. Looks NBA. like it's coming to other things, though. Yeah, but it's in early access right now on Stadia, and it's that thing oh, of okay. if it's going to cost me $2 or whatever it is to get into it, I remember how much it was, like 4 bucks. I don't remember. Canadian? But if I can do that, hit a button and then just play it it's kind of convenient especially if it's yeah. something that eh, i don't know we'll see Fair enough. um 2k 21's coming great dead by daylight with cross play and cross progression with switch and pc cross play for everybody but cross progression specifically on switch and pc all right another game we've seen other places coming to stadia more PUBG. Uh, what was interesting is seeing all three hitmans coming to stadia was one it, being available now Two available September first, and Hitman three available in January.
2: I was just like, "Was is that interesting? The fact that you it know, is the two for games... the
0: three people that play Stadia games."
2: But like one of the ga- like one of the games is not out yet. One of the games is not coming out. That's already out on other places, and then you're basically just playing the first Hitman. Somehow someone's going to be
0: excited for that. Uh, okay. Serious Sam four is coming in August. I've never played Serious Sam, so I don't care outriders not to be confused with outcasters is coming uh it's a new co-op rpg from square Enix. it's coming everywhere but it's also coming to outriders next year wwe 2k battlegrounds which only nathan cares about is coming a pga tour game and another game of the year candidate from 2019 is coming to stadia in fall 2020 and that is from software's sekiro shadows die twice it's a great game
2: but why is it game
0: you could have played everywhere else
2: yeah i just i can't google uh, it. it
3: speaking be... of samurai games who of you here are going to be playing ghosts of tsushima
2: i am getting it day one i pre-ordered it today i'm not mm. so it looks like it's just but me and mitch maybe you know extra we... money
0: for it right now i'll play it later when it's cheaper
2: maybe if me and mitch like it we'll do a spoiler cast Who knows? Cozy,
0: were you gonna play it or no Mm, I, see, I had
3: ambitions to play it before the Last of Part Two, but both that game and God of War kind of knocked out my interest in AAA That's games for the time being. Totally game. understandable. That's fair. Uh, so, so, I'll, I'll it, get to it later.
2: So, instead of talking about Google and how terrible they are at presenting, can we talk about the best presentation that has happened this year so far? We, we already talked about Avengers War Table. No, it's Devolver Digital devolver digital did i just i want to talk about them very quickly because though they didn't really announce any games that i'm that interested in like there's that one that's coming to game pass where you play as the ethereal monster like the tentacle monster ripping through people that one looks kind of fun but like their presentations. Karen, i think it is yeah it's coming to game pass i'm looking forward to it everything else whatever uh who cares um their presentations are without a doubt the best. They're the they're like these things that I look forward to every single year because just the they're so fucking crazy. There's so much interconnected lore between them all um, because it's just one continuous story. And the way that they make fun of the industry that they're that they're also participating in, but like it it feels like they have this really good self awareness to them. Um, I love Devolver Digital, and this was a I, I was never bored once watching this. And that's what I love. Because usually, when you're like, when you're watching one of these press conferences and you're like, oh, can you just like announce game, announce game, announce game? And when they're not doing that, that's the most entertaining parts. And that's why I think Devolver Digital has like the best conference of this year. Like, yes, maybe the content wasn't what I was super interested in, but that's not the point. So, honestly, you can watch these, they're straight up timeless. Watch all five of them devolver digital is the best that's Uh, all i gotta say speaking
0: of speaking of presentations that may or may not contain content uh we've got some more news on marvel's avengers i'm hosting this week you guys can't stop me so (laughs) we know that the next marvel war table marvel avengers war table stream will come july 29th and we also now have dates for the marvel avengers beta uh the weekend of august 7th playstation pre-orders will have access to the beta uh, the weekend of the 14th they'll add xbox and pc pre-order beta to that and the playstation beta becomes open to all and the weekend of august 21st it will be an open beta across all three platforms so my question for you guys is who's playing this with me
3: i mean i i already have made it clear i'm going to take the plunge i want to be no, there no, on the, beta. the ground floor for one I, of these
0: I, oh the beta i want to be in that all three weeks just absorbing all of it i'll try a beta. When, when does the beta start it's three weekends in August. If you pre-order it, you get Is three it, weekends. If you don't pre-order it, you get two on PlayStation. If you don't pre-order it, you get one weekend on Xbox and PC.
3: Okay, I'm undecided, but feel free to remind me because <laughs> I'm more inclined to say yes than no at the moment. If, I'll try okay. one
0: weekend for the beta.
1: If by one weird, by one chance that there's a actual Halo beta around the same time, I'll be playing the Halo instead.
0: Yeah, you're not getting that. We're playing Avengers, baby.
2: Okay. <laughs> Halo will have that, a beta, but I will also be playing the Avengers one.
0: I think with that, we can wrap up the news and jump straight into It's raining Deals. So we've got a couple. We've got the games coming to Xbox Game Pass for the month. So on Xbox One, you've got Mountain Blade Warband. On PC, you've got Golf with Your Friends. And then the rest of these are available for both. You've got Forager, Carrion, which was talked about from the Devolver presentation. Grounded, Nowhere profit, The Tourist, and Yakuza Kiwa- Kiwami 2. Because those are words. I should try that. game. They actually are. Yeah, just not ones I can pronounce very well. And the second deal of the day is coming to us via LEGO in that they have announced a Nintendo Entertainment System LEGO set. It will ring up at 300 Canadian dollars, is available cool. August the 1st, and pre-orders are live now, so if you really dig those LEGOs, and those Nintendos, get at it. So I love Lego. I've got a six thousand piece uh, Hogwarts castle upstairs that took me two weeks to build. Um, uh, like, but I don't know, three hundred bucks for two thousand pieces of Lego. That's a lot. But it's got a TV as well. And if you yeah, put the Mario I, I, from the the Mario Lego set on top of it, it makes noise and stuff.
1: No. Yeah, it, it, it functions. You know, that, that's the cool part. You can
0: blow in the cartridge, Nathan. It'll take you back to your youth. I do Ooh. enjoy blowing things.
2: Uh, I've never and on heard that, of no. this. What is this? What Lego? is this Nintendo you speak okay, of? Okay, and with that, Nintendo we can wrap it up and head into our topic system? of the show. <laughs> it's because I'm young. Do yeah, Do we it.
0: ever com- confirm the name for this segment? No, do any of you guys have a better name for this otherwise I'm going to just go with mine for now and we can change it when we revisit I, this I changed the
1: name at one point and you changed yeah, it back you're just full so. of dick,
0: dick puns and jokes <laughs> just stuff. full of dick
3: I, yep. mean, I, I think that we predict it. the rest of 2020 in games is fine what about the, what the press
0: YYZ profits? but we already have press YYZ in the show title Oh, uh, wait I had one more good one what was the other good one
1: did it involve girth? i
0: hope no, not. but we should everything we do should involve girth at this point i mean it already does you're hosting with me so
1: oh did you just own yourself there
0: oh yeah yeah i'm in self-deprecating those. humor it's the Hell only reason yeah. i'm getting through 2020 oh wait here it is uh year-end prognosis sounds doctory. but it's not always gonna be year-end we might do other types of predictory things all right Pre- I okay. just like the word prognosis. Pre- we're not yeah, yeah, whatever. So we're gonna get into a new topic of the show and we're calling it We Predict. And what we're going to do is we're going to run through the rest of the major games that are coming up between now and the end of twenty twenty. And we're gonna predict how they're gonna review. And we're gonna predict if they're gonna get delayed. And by the end of this the rules will change and everyone will be bad at Mitch. Great.
1: I'm into
2: it
0: so we'll we'll take some time we'll talk about each game if we're excited for it if we're not like if it's something that's on our radar and then we'll get into some predictions so if we want to start chronologically the game coming out next that i thought we could talk about first is destroy all humans the remake coming to us uh mm-hmm. anyone at all interested in this oh me yeah yeah i love destroy humans i played it on ps2 when it came out um It's probably why people enjoyed Spongebob uh, or wanted to play Spongebob because they played it before. Um, I don't think it's going to be a particularly compelling game. I expect it to be just like Spongebob was, uh, like, a much prettier remake of the identical game. Um, It's not going to score high. I think it'll be in six or sevens.
2: Yeah, I fully agree. I played so gog a few weeks ago i played the demo that they released which was basically the first mission of the game and it is literally the same game like there's there's very very minor tweaks to like flying and that was it like the game feels identical to the one that i played on the xbox so i Hmm. i expect it's probably going to be like a seven like i think it's a good game but it is also you know still a game from 2005.
3: Okay. Destroy All Humans is one of those games I would always see when I would go to like a random friend's house or cousin's house. I'd be like, "Oh, you're here."
1: I don't have oh, much yeah. to say.
0: Everyone was... recognize that little alien that... thing. Cryptos, Back in I the was... day, it was
1: definitely the rental game for sure. Not I was necessarily sold on when buying it.
0: Buy. I was sold on buying it when I found out you could anal probe people. <laughs> Jesus so I was like, Christ. "This is this is the game." Okay, so the way we're going to do this is I'm going to round-robin it. So the person going first will change each time, just so no one has an unfair advantage. If you think a game is going to get delayed, tell me so. I'll put in a zero, and if it gets delayed, you'll get points. If it doesn't get delayed, you get nothing, because the way it's going to score is based on the Open Critic score on December 31st, 2020. Whoever is within 10 points, you'll, you'll you'll, you'll get 10 points if you're right on the nose for every point you're off you'll lose one point so if you're off by more than 10 points you get no no points Sound so good? wait are we spending new year's eve going over this that's what i'm doing you guys can do whatever we, you want oh i just thought we'd go over in a podcast on oh we could do that new too if you want to <laughs> yeah if we want to spend new year's eve together we can do that start at like 10 30 and then just go right to midnight Okay. Um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go alphabetical, at least to start. So AJ, I'm gonna need your prediction on how you think Destroy All Humans is gonna score on open critic.
1: Okay. Given what I've what we know of the game already and what I've seen of like the trailer and everything like that, it doesn't look like much has changed. So in today's world I think I'm gonna probably have to give it like a seventy five.
2: Okay. Mr.
0: Ballant what do you
2: think? Um I'm going to Oh well,
0: also I you can use this if you want to say the same number you can say the same number.
2: I think the I think the 70 range is probably where it's going to land. Um I think it'll be probably lower than a 75. I think it's going to be like a 73.
0: 73. Okay. Cozy, what are you thinking?
3: Uh I'm going to go 72. I'm seven. not very, being very creative here, but it's oh, I'll, my I'll, honest I'll, answer.
0: I can buck the trend at least. I think it's not going to get any higher than a 70 on Metacritic. I don't think it's, or Open Critic. I don't think it's going to live up to what people remember of it. Nostalgia is a fickle bitch. Nathan? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the 69 because nice. uh, angle probes. Think, yeah. You know what this game's not going to review super well um and spongebob was all over the place with the reviews this is not the same exact company porting over but it's all uh thq nordic and they're overseeing it so i expect that it, it's probably gonna be less than 69 but i think 69 is a nice number that we can uh round this out to a nice round number all right
1: nice girthy number so
0: no no one thinks it's going to get delayed it's going to hit that that july 20 it's too close eight. Yeah, it's 100% coming out. I right, played here's it. No question on that one. Here's a game that may still get delayed. We don't know, and that's a game coming out August 7th, and that's Fast and Furious Crossroads. Probably so what do we think about delayed. Fast and Furious Crossroads, guys? It looks like uh, a piece of garbage. I'm going to
3: say right here, I think it's going to get delayed. And I think that my reasoning being although we like to make fun of Vin Diesel a lot, I think that he de- genuinely does care about video games and the quality of his brand, and I think that I don't think this game is going to be good anyways when it eventually comes out, but I do think that Vin Diesel cares about making it better, and I suspect that he's probably going to want to punt it just a little bit to polish it up a little.
0: Okay, so I'll, I'll skip over you when we get to that point, Cozy. Thanks for calling it out right away. Uh, yeah, so any more thoughts, or do we want to get right into the scores? Let's real get bad. right into it. All right, Alex, I need your score.
2: I'm going to give it a 39 I don't think it's going to be delayed. Christ. Like, I think it's going to be just, right. I think it's going to be a piece of shit and everyone's going to recognize it as such.
0: All right. Cozy, you've already said it's going to be delayed. I think I'm a little more uh, optimistic than you are, Alex. I'm going to say 45. Uh, Nathan, what do you think? Um, Put it at a 28.
2: Ooh. 28. Ooh. Oh my God. You so guys are more not... pessimistic than me.
0: Well, I mean, Cozy said zero because it's going to get delayed. So I mean, yeah,
2: but that's that was a different reason, though.
3: What do we do if we say, "Oh no, it's going to get a zero on Open Critic"?
2: Uh,
0: I don't know if any games got a zero on Open Critic. If you want it to be, it, you, how about then... do a double zero? Do a double zero. All right. Zero. <laughs> you know what? Just for you, Cozy,
3: it'll there's be no a Kingdom one. Hearts games coming out, so that's no, not no, going to no, be my no, guess, no, guess. There are. No. 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 Does he yes, think there, put there are? Can... Put it put it at zero. I'm saying it's delayed. I'm not saying it's getting a zero or a negative one. All right. Wait, but no, I just want you to won't confirm. Let me do cozy. double zero?
0: I'm doing I'm negative no, really? one. Do you I'm think it's going to be delayed one. out of this year? Okay. Or if it comes out this year, should you still put a score? Well, that's the thing: is if it gets, if it gets delayed at all from the date that we have here, none of our scores count. Because if it gets oh. delayed, then it's probably to improve it. So if it goes from August to like November or December, one, they're trying to bury it, so it's probably not going to be very good. But two, if any delay is happening to these dates that we have in here then Cozy's the only one who gets a point.
1: Okay. And gotcha. he gets 10 points for predicting and, the delay. Okay. And just for clarification, what happens to the uh, TBA game? T-
0: TBA, you cannot predict delay. If they don't come out this year, then we just skip them. <coughs> Got it. Okay. AJ, I need your score on Fast and Furious Crossroads. Um, or let's, delay.
1: Let's give it a, um, let's just give it a right down the middle. Uh, 50.
0: 50. Ooh. Okay. That's what we're going to do. Next up, on August the 18th of 2020, we have Microsoft Flight Simulator making its long-awaited return. Anyone at all who doesn't have Game Pass, or even if they do have Game Pass, I guess, because it's a flight sim, uh, is anyone at all looking forward to this in this group, oh, or is it something oh, we're all just I, sort of like, yep, that's a I,
1: game. I'm looking I'll forward to the idea of it.
0: The idea of it, <laughs> idea yeah, of it okay. Why really,
1: is that? <clears throat> go, go ahead, Alex.
2: Oh, I'm I'm interested in it in just the sense that it's using um, Azure, to help load a lot of the the cities and stuff, because like it's using that computing power along with your own personal computer to help make this a realistic, detailed world. And I think that's really interesting technology. Is what they were trying to do with Crackdown Three. Yeah, and is this the promise never... of
1: Crackdown Three realized?
2: yeah and i feel like with i feel like with this game it feels way more appropriate to do that and i'll be really interested to see how well it works i
0: mean even if they are able to do that it's still just a flight sim at the end of the day so let's just start putting some scores on it cozy we're starting off with you this time what kind of score Uh, you think flight sim is going to get
3: 80 solid 80
0: solid 80 okay We're, we're we're getting into the good games i guess uh, I'm not as optimistic as you on this because ultimately at the end of the day, it's still just going to be another flight sim. So I'm going to say 77. Nathan, what are you thinking? So the flight sims from Microsoft have typically reviewed very well. Um, and I know when I used to work at Radio Shack and they come out yearly, I'd have people buying them yearly and they were really in-depth. Um, I actually think you've uh, we're going way too low on this. I think it's going to be a 93. Uh, 93? Holy. Yeah, it's not even... Okay. This is like the flagship of flight sims coming back. And if Microsoft needs not to fuck this up, but um, if they you don't can say fuck that about it up, everything Microsoft does this year. Yeah, that's <laughs> completely fair. But I, I just think this is going to be a high quality product. Um, and I think it's going to score to reflect that. Uh, okay. Uh, next, I guess is AJ. So AJ, what are you thinking?
1: Um, I, I think I'm right there with Nathan. Um, They like, just because we don't play them doesn't mean they're necessarily going to review low or anything like that. So like, I'm not going to be that ambitious and say 93, but I'll I'll give it a I'll give it a 90.
0: 90, okay. Yeah. And Mr. Ballant, what are you thinking? Um,
2: I think we're all over the place on this. I do one. agree that it will review very highly. I'm not sure if it will like even, even if it is like great for Microsoft Flight Simulator, like I don't know if it's going to break 90. I'm going to say like an 87 is probably.
0: 87 for Alex on Microsoft Flight Simulator. Okay, and now we're getting into some dates to be confirmed. So we don't know if they're coming out when they're supposed to be coming out. But if they come out this year, then we'll definitely include them in this ranking. And the first one we're going to get into is Baldur's Gate 3 on the PC. Nathan, I know we talked earlier, and this is one you're actually pretty stoked for. Yeah, Yeah. no, Baldur's Gate uh, is one of the classic CRPGs from way back in the day, and if I didn't have a new PC, I might be playing it on Stadia, but that being said, I'm going to be able to play it on PC. So is it I guess coming to Stadia? To it. It yeah, it's, it's a Stadia oh. exclusive, uh, co- like console exclusive, or whatever they call yeah, it for now. Yeah, it, it
3: was like one of the big games that they announced at like a prior event or something. Mm-hmm. Back when back when events used to happen.
0: So, um, But that being said, uh, Baldur's Gates have always done really well, and I'm going to go high on this one as well and say 95. 95 all right 95 for mr mcinerney aj what are you thinking i think i was actually supposed to go first on that one so actually let me throw a score in there as well i think it will still review quite well but i think being on pc is going to detract from the experience for some reviewers so i'm gonna say an 88
3: in what way do you think that yeah i I don't understand
0: well i mean there there may be some people that experience like this game do you mean being on stadia well, yeah. For one, if people actually review it, there. I mean, more so. Nobody's it's gonna review it on Steam. It's, it's not gonna, gonna come out and be without its flaws. Like, it, it will have some bugs. It will have things they want to improve over time. It's not gonna be the best version it can be at launch this August. So, I think it'll get docked a few points for that. And we're also looking at an aggregate. Things also, don't get an aggregate out, of like 95 on OpenCritic. Medi- or well, on Open. Crit. Okay, so here's the thing. There are very a lot games of that do.
1: a lot of the outlets that are going to be included in the Open Critic aggregate. Are pro- probably have a guy who knows the kind of game it is and in- and has experience with those kinds of games and th- they're they're not necessarily more likely to just give it a good score but they're more likely to to
0: understand give it, a,
1: it, understand it and give it a fair score. Yeah. Um, and Disco Disco Elysium came out last
0: year and like was getting perfect scores and that's. A similar style um isometric um, crpg type game
1: yeah absolutely um okay so in terms of score i think yeah uh let me just looking at that I, i'm just gonna go with another 90 right in the middle there right in the middle of youtube that's 90, where you like to be don't uh, you right. yep
2: <laughs> please stop alex Between your what do you think so this game is being developed by the same people who made Divinity. And Divinity reviews really, really high. And so they're on a pretty good track record. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to say, I think 95 is a little high. I'm going to say 93.
0: 93. You guys are, all right. We're Divinity the same b- has
2: scored very You're
0: well. underselling this, Mitch.
1: Yeah, people who like those games I know like I am, games but that's because really I'm not a PC
0: do. gaming nerd. But this is actually, like, I've gotten into D&D this year. And this is one I might actually mess with, whether or not I have a new PC at the, at the time or heaven forbid i have to look into it on stadia but we'll see i mean uh and like just for reference like celeste has a 91 on open critic so like we're we're you're you're hitting like the upper upper echelon of games when you're getting in there mm-hmm. yeah yeah this is going right. to be the upper echelon of games okay. you're correct
3: all right uh, and for me i'm going to go 94 because that's what divinity original sin 2
0: got on open critic all right so i guess we can move on to the next game that's still to be confirmed for august 2020, and that's Surgeon Simulator 2. Do I go first this time? Or y- you do, unless up? someone has anything they want to say about this game, or we can just get into it. So, I actually, I can say something. Uh, Surgeon go Simulator, I reviewed the first one. Um, and at first, I thought it was terrible. And then I realized that it's supposed to be terrible, kind of like Octodad. And it's supposed to control terribly. And then I had a lot of fun with it um so i'm looking forward to this one that being said it's not gonna review super well it's gonna be like a 70 uh i would say put it at a 73 for me 73 for you all right then uh aj what are you thinking yeah I, simulator uh, too. uh
1: like I, I played a bit of the first one um and kind of enjoyed what it was doing but to kind of like like the the game has to be like s- blow you out of the water and do some crazy new things like frog fractions level new things, um, for it to get any higher than I'm, I'm going to say 75
2: at 75. Yeah. That's a good score
1: to be clear.
0: Alex, you think it's too high? What are you thinking?
2: Um, so I, I do agree with AJ in the sense that I think they need to do something new. It doesn't like, it looks like, because we actually saw surgeon similar to at the Ubisoft conference. It was in the pre-show. We did. Um, yeah it was weird um they're doing like this whole like co-op thing and like this building your own like environments and you can play bowling and stuff i don't think that's gonna be enough i just i feel like it's gonna kind of fall flat i'm gonna honestly say like a 68
0: 68 that's yeah that's a score cozy what are you thinking
3: uh i'm gonna go with a solid 70
0: solid 70 and I, I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Alex. Like, they're doing interesting stuff, but that game is built to be janky, and it's not going to jive with a lot of people. So I'm actually going to be right there with you at a 68. Okay, moving on to what I would call the biggest title that we're getting this fall. and that is Are you sure? Because se- yes. I'm announcing right here and right now that it's getting delayed. Ooh, I okay. like it. Like. Okay, well, what is currently scheduled for September 4th, 2020 is Marvel's Avengers Cozy. Why? Why are you doing this to me?
3: I mean, like, I feel like historically Square Enix isn't scared to be like, hey, we did a big reveal event where we announced that Final Fantasy yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the f- 15, 15, sorry, it's just because that one, its name changed so many times. Final Fantasy 15 is coming out in like September or October, and we're pushing it up to November. I think they're going to do the same thing here. I'm not saying it's ending up in 2021. I'm just saying that it's gonna get delayed
0: okay we talk about this game a lot does anyone want to say anything or we want to just get to the scores uh, I agree with the delay so uh, delay uh, me as well
1: who is God we damn.
0: AJ it's supposed to be you first but two people have already gone so AJ what do you
1: think that's fine um, I think I think it could be delayed but I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna gamble on this one and I think when it comes out I think the best we can hope for is a 75
0: Wow. Okay. Wow, that's higher that, than the best I feel, thought it was going to be. That yeah. feels, yeah. I'm going to say, like, I'm super jazzed for it, and I still don't think it's going to review that well. But go ahead, Alex.
2: Um, I do think that this is going to come out because, um, though, like, I just can't see them delaying it to November, because it's like they, they, they had to delay it to, they delayed it, and then Cyberpunk delayed, and then Cyberpunk then delayed again, and I just don't see them being like. Go, trying to go up against cyberpunk i just don't Here's the see thing. it happening
0: we're doing three betas right you mm-hmm. said three beta well, weekends it's one it's yeah. one beta over the course of three weekends yes it's if if there's problems with that they're going to pull it back you th- like and there's going to be problems with it
2: i definitely see that there will be problems with it because i honestly think that this is going to be like i think that this is going to be like an anthem type thing i don't think yeah. this, oh I it's think not the closest bad. comparable I, I like comparing it like Comparing it to Destiny or Anthem, I think it's gonna fall closer to Anthem than Destiny. And Destiny yep. still had a lot of problems at launch, but yeah, um, I'm gonna say that this is gonna probably get like, uh, honestly, I'm gonna say a 65. 65.
0: Okay. Still higher. Cozy, you've you said know. it's gonna be delayed. Nathan, you've said it's gonna be delayed.
1: Can I change my score? No. Yes. Let him me- change it.
0: All right. What are you changing it to?
1: I've, I totally forgot about the betas and i think that's going to reveal a that a lot of people don't really appreciate aren't really going to like the game for what it is uh so i'm going to say delay just and don't. mitch is scoring it in 100
3: no no i'm a, i'm realistic
0: and i do perfect. want to win this game so but I, I i'm not even as optimistic as alex i think it comes out to a 60 okay. uh, i was going to say 50 if i scored it i'd say 55 but uh, but you think it's going to get delayed I think I think they're going to push it a few months because I think the beta is going to be bad. Okay, if the beta is that bad, I could see them pushing it to early next year. I don't think they push it into what is already a packed fall. No, I think it'd go next year. I think they'd let it sit out over Christmas. Okay, moving on to our second big release of September the fourth, twenty twenty. We've got the remake of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one and two. Actually, oh, yeah. this is the only release of September 4th because Avengers is getting delayed. It's coming out. It's not going to be great at launch. And they're going to make it better over time. All right. We all know what we're getting with Tony Hawk. So let's just get right into it. Ballant, what do you think we're getting here?
2: Um, so this is being done by the same people who did uh, Spyro, right? Uh, no. Or, it's, or was it uh, oh, Crash? No,
0: it's Crash and Crash Team Racing.
2: Okay. Well, those it was, yeah, those games were very, very well-received and i i expect that these will also be very well received not just because of the studio but also because i think like there's a very certain type of nostalgia that's going to come into play here where it's going to be like a positive nostalgia um i'm going to say that this is probably going to get like an 84
0: oh wow okay yeah so i think just in, in terms of clarifying the situation i think it was vicarious visions did the crash remakes and then uh Bob Something Bob that did the Toys for for Bob, Toys for Bob did uh, the Skylanders remake. Sorry, Alex, you said seventy three.
2: Uh, eighty four. I said eighty four. Yeah,
0: four. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention.
2: Which might the other seventy three might be too high, but cozy. What do you what are you thinking on the
0: uh, Tony Hawk? Uh, eighty five. Eighty five. Okay. I'm not as optimistic as you guys because it is a remake, so I'm gonna go with an eighty two. I think that's a good number for that game. Nathan so I have high hopes for this the original Tony Hawk 2 um, is sitting at a 98 on Metacritic Um, and they're going to it looks like they are using the a lot of the original engine to bring this game back to life I actually think this is going to do well Um, I was I'm going to put in 91 I think this is going to be a really they've shown that they can do a really good remake with Crash although Crash is a terrible game just in general but they remade it well and I expect the same thing here so they're actually going to get a chance to remake a good game hmm. so I mean they, made, they also remade Crash Team Racing that game is phenomenal except for when they threw microtransactions and after launch which I expect them to do with Tony Hawk as well AJ how do you think Tony Hawk's going to score in the fall
1: let's go with let's say 87 87 okay mm-hmm.
0: 87 and with that we can move on to our next game coming out the following week on september the 8th we're getting kingdoms of amalur re-reckoning can i can i just say i love the names that thq nordic's using for a lot of these remakes they're insane and i'm here for it like be as bad as you want pun wise like it's so interesting anyways red Red faction remastered anybody remastered oh and was spongebob the rehydrated rehydrated edition yeah yeah all right, cozy. How do you think Kingdoms of Amalur: Reckoning is going to score on Metacritic or on OpenCritic? Sorry.
3: Um, I played Kingdoms of Amalur: Reckoning way back in the day, shortly after it came out. I didn't love it. Uh, I appreciated what a lot of people also appreciated at the time about the game, which is that it was a role-playing game that had a, it had a lot of God of War sensibilities to its combat. Um, at the end of the day, though, I just couldn't get into the high fantasy uh, aspect of it. And I found its inventory system to be kind of unwieldy. Um, I think that it's going to review well. I'm going to put my score down as a solid 80. The thing is is that I feel like it's not going to do as well, perhaps, as it did back in the day or perhaps as it could today. Just because I feel like the idea of a role-playing game that has God War sensibilities is kind of a a thing that you see an awful lot in the genre nowadays and so i think that instead of focusing on that people are just going to focus on the ways in which it's dated
0: yeah that's understandable and i think i think it's a game getting a second life that maybe not a lot of people played originally and i think the the revival of that is going to factor into a bit of the metacritic and i think it's actually going to be just a little bit higher than what you thought at an 81 nathan mm-hmm. what do you think kingdoms of Amalur is going to get uh I'm actually gonna go with the 78 I'm in line with what cozy is saying on this one um, uh, my question is like w- when you go back and play ps3 games they don't feel as great as they do now because obviously everything's changed the engines are getting better and it depends how much of a straight for straight remake this is um, versus like quality of life stuff so I'm curious but I think it's gonna fall in the like the 78 range for it all right AJ what are you thinking <laughs>
1: Um, I think I think I'm going to be a little optimistic here, and go with let let's put it around an eighty-three.
2: All
0: right, and Alex Ballant, what do you I've saying? I've never
2: played. I've never played this game, um, but I do think that it's probably going to be. I agree with Cozy that it's probably going to be less than I, what it scored originally. It was I think like a seventy-nine.
1: Yeah, I feel like this game actually has like some sort of secret cult following that we don't know about. That is going oh, yeah. to right oh, and, and like over the years is. since its original release, it's kind of picked up steam and people recognize it for how great it's supposed to be. Um, so hopefully they get it right with this. And but do you, you know. think
2: that's going to reflect in the reviews? Or I think it in could the sales of the game. Like it might sell no, I, pretty well. But I
1: I think that could reflect well in the reviews of the game because. Uh,
0: I mean AJ got one of these and I think I'm gonna do the same I'm gonna take my Mulligan here and I, I actually think it's gonna score a lot lower than what I originally said I'm actually gonna go into 76 okay Fair next enough. game we next game we've got is coming at September the 18th and that is WWE 2k battlegrounds Nathan. Tell us about WWE 2K Battlegrounds. Well, we're not getting WWE 2K21 this year because 2020 or 2K20 was a dumpster fire in like the worst possible ways. All those in some of the best possible ways because it creates some really great gifts and uh, uh, memes. Um, so that was great. Uh, so instead, we're getting an arcadey wrestling game, which I could be here for. That being said, I'm not 100% I am because I don't think the art style is great. Um, I think some of the stuff, it looks like they're going fantastical and um, like really out there with like moves. There's like a lot of like just weird stuff going on. Um, But I think I'm hoping it's going to be okay. So I'm actually going to put this at a 68. 68. Okay. AJ Fraser, what are we thinking about WWE 2K Battlegrounds?
1: Well, you know, just because... In the past, they've had, you know, uh, the odd, you know, oh hey, this is actually pretty decent here, uh, he, like here and there, just come up. Um, I, I don't, I don't see this, especially after last year. I don't see, I don't see this happening, yet. Um, so I'm gonna go with
2: 59.
0: 59 for Mr. AJ, Mr. Ballant what are we thinking
2: um i'm gonna be in a similar boat um i just think 2k has like even though this is gonna be more arcadey i think like i really it just doesn't seem like they give a shit about the wwe license so i feel like that this is gonna be like a 55 55. i
0: I would make the argument that they do care about the license because they killed the game this year well they care about not losing it is really all they care about but cozy how do you think wwe 2k battlegrounds is gonna score
3: so, like, I want to say, oh, it's going to get, like, a 17 or something ridiculous like that. But, like, even even the most critical of video game critics don't score video games that low on average. So, I'm going to say 45.
0: It has to be a mess to get that bad.
3: Yeah. I feel, it, I feel like 45 is, like, the absolute, like, lowest that something like that could go.
0: It's going to be a mess. It's going to be a 35. Wow. Yeah, it's wow. going to be bad. It's going to be an absolute dumpster I, fire. It's not going to play... Things are going to be broken. The things they're going to try to implement aren't just aren't going to work, and it's not going to be a fun game. I don't know. I think you guys are underselling a little bit, but we'll see. All right. September's not that far away. No, it's not. So we'll see uh, what we get when this game comes out September 25th, and that's the definitive edition of Mafia. Is anyone interested in this?
1: Nope. Uh, is it coming to, like, Game Pass or something? Probably. I feel like I saw that somewhere. I don't know. I miss- if it is, if it is that's that's where I'll play it I probably wouldn't buy it
2: I don't know okay. Mafia has always been like a franchise that I've been like kind of interested in but like if I was going to play a game like that I'd rather just play Grand Theft Auto like there's just no nothing besides maybe the the setting that would pull me towards it
0: All right let's just score the thing Nathan what do you think uh 69 69 AJ
1: um I, I think the mafia games actually my memory of them is a little better than that so i'm gonna I'm gonna say probably 78
2: 78 Alex um I think it will probably be like a 73 I think that like people will the first one is is remembered probably the the most fondly but it's still gonna kind of show its age especially compared to open world games now
3: you know go what ahead. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna give it a solid 80. I think people were really surprised when they saw the first screenshots of this and saw how good it looked. I think it might take people by surprise.
0: Yeah, I think I'm I'm gonna come in fairly average because it is still an old game coming out again. I'm gonna say it's a 75. Next on October the second, we're getting into the first of the October titles, which October is gonna be a month. <laughs> the first game we've got on October the second is Crash Bandicoot 4. It's About Time. Okay, AJ, how do you think it's gonna score?
1: I mean, Crash is revered pretty well, pretty fondly. People seem to like it for what it is, even the, the critics, but fuck, I think it depends. Oh my god, it depends on what the hell Activision decides to do with this game out of the box. Are they going to do the same thing that they did with Crash Team Racing? I don't know. Um, I think I'll. I think I feel safe as putting it around
0: 73. So, wow, okay. You think it's going to be like that? we'll, we'll yep. see alex Ballant.
2: um i think um i think crash is in good hands with the the studio that has it like i think they know like they understand what crash is and i think um just they're the, based they're, off the,
0: Spire, of, they're, the they're the team from the spyro trilogy just for you no know, oh, fuck um
2: i still think i mean i still think i mean i'm playing through the spyro trilogy or played through the first one right now or i'm playing through it right now. And I still think that they understand what makes a good sort of game like that. I'm going to say a 76. 76
0: cozy. Uh, 81 stole my goddamn number. Sorry. Nathan. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I've taken uh, time yet today to, to talk about how terrible crash bandicoot games are just in general. Oh, you uh, brought it up more than once. Yeah. Um, I think they're just poorly designed and bad games for, for some reason I was looking at the credit Metacritic scores and people are stupid uh so because i want to win the game uh let's or try and win this game uh i'm just gonna go with uh 75. all right next game that is also coming out on october 2nd it's the one i'll be playing that day and that's star wars squadrons this game looks like it's going to be so much fun it's going to be it looks like it's going to be pretty uh like close to what we would expect out of like a legitimate flight sim out of the star wars universe and i I like that idea lots of fun bells and whistles that you're gonna get if you're a star wars fan that being said not everyone is so alex what do you think this is gonna score at
2: i think it's gonna do decent but i think just because of the genre game like it's not I, I just, I can't see it going any higher than like a 75. Five. I think the people, I think the people who like it are going to really like it, but I think everyone else is going to be lukewarm about it.
0: Cozy, what are you thinking on Star Wars Squadrons?
3: I, I think the quality of this one is going to be somewhat determinant on the quality of its single player campaign. I, I think that the base game that we've seen looks like it's going to be pretty competent, but I can see people knocking it down a few pegs if its story is basically just version 2.0 of the Battlefront 2 story. Uh, I'm gonna say 78.
0: 78. So it's interesting you bring up the story, because this game is coming out. It's not a full-price game, which is quite nice. Um, That being said, this one's getting delayed. This one is not coming out this year. I think that there's just not been enough time put into this, and they're going to come out and realize that it doesn't play the way they want people. People want it to play, and it's not com- It's not going to come out. I want it to, but I don't think it's coming out this year.
2: We've never seen a Star Wars game from EA get delayed. Like, as soon as yeah, they've announced it. E- even, even when EA it
0: said- should have been ea knows they're on thin ice with the star wars license this one has to be a banger and if it's not i mean i think
2: i think they've done a pretty decent comeback story with star wars in the sense that at least battlefront 2 is fixed and it's really good now and jedi fallen order was a huge success so i i'm just like i'm really surprised at that fallen order
0: got pushed several times though right
2: no, it got announced It got announced the year before it came out, and there was no release date associated with it. They just said, hey, Respawn, we're making a Star Wars game, and then it was shown in 2019, so and then it came out.
0: My, my, my reasoning for thinking it'll get delayed is we've only seen it the one time before it's going to come out. It's one of these games that announced, and it's launching very soon. But I think that the reception to it is going to be mixed. EA is going to do some focus tests or something, and it's not going to play the way they want it to, and they're going to punt it. But that's just me. I'm going out on a limb here. I'm trying to win. Nathan, what do you think is going to happen to Star Wars? Um, it's going to come out. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it is it is going to come out. I think it's going to, it's le- It's not a full price game. Yeah, just say 75. 75. I think the fact that it's a che- smaller uh, price experience is going to help the score. That being said, I, I hope it comes out this year. I just don't think it will. AJ, what do you think?
1: I'm kind of I'm kind of with Nathan, uh, in in that you know, yeah, it's it being a, a cheaper game is potentially going to help score their value added and everything.
2: But just like, does the price of the games ever influence the review of it? It should. It it it. it it's...
1: So okay, so the the price won't re- influence the review of the game. Um, usually, in the sense that you know, a lot of times the games are provided uh, with codes and whatnot. Um, and if they have to go buy them themselves, you know, you're probably more likely to get a, hey, was this worth the money that I spent? Um, and so I think the majority of critics, we have to give them credit that they can determine that, hey, listen, you know, 60, 70 U.S. dollars. That's what all the critics say, because it's all U.S. based. Um, what, $90 for us now? hundred, maybe? Um, well, that's
0: not t- that's going to be a topic yeah. for another show, I'm sure.
1: Oh, Yeah. Um you ha- you have to be able to give them the benefit of the doubt that they are able to evaluate the the content of the game with the value in mind, right? And how that corresponds. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I agree with that. So I I would say probably I'm I'm going to I'm going to go high here and say 85.
0: Oh, 85. Wow. Okay. All Ooh. right. Yeah. Let's get to our next title. October the 9th, we'll see the release of Dirt Five. Woo! Anyone other than Nathan excited for Dirt Five? Cool. So cozy. Okay, no, go ahead, Nathan. Uh, uh, I was just gonna say uh, I, I reviewed Dirt Four. Uh, Dirt's made by uh, the series is made by Codemasters, and they do nothing but put excellent racing games out in the marketplace. Um, it's gonna do very well.
1: What did you give Dirt Four?
0: Uh, a 90 i think i'd have to go and look it up
3: i don't have any love for this series uh but obviously i don't want to give it a bad score so i'm going to give this one an 85
0: 85 i'm gonna i'm right there with you with an 86 nathan what do you think Mm. um so this is the game that they're talking about being in 4k and i think at 120 frames per second on xbox that's insane and i think the graphical fidelity um and what they're pushing for through the engines is actually going to give this game a bump um over the normal uh racing on it because of how crisp and clean it's going to look uh i'm going to say a 90 because i think that's going to impress i think the graphical fidelity and going 120 frames per second on the xbox series x is going to turn a lot of heads all right aj what are you thinking when it comes to dirt five
1: um okay yeah um uh, yeah, I'm I'm right around there somewhere. Um, I think I'm gonna go with a 90 as well.
0: 90 as well. And Alex, what are you thinking?
2: Uh, all I know about this game is that Troy Baker and Nolan North are in it, so it's gonna hmm. get a uh, 79. Who are they playing? Oh, okay. The car? I don't know. No,
3: they're they just... they play they play the dirt and the five.
2: Okay. Yeah, I just know um, that they're in it because they mm-hmm. made tweets about it when it got announced.
0: I did give it a nine a dirt four a nine when it came out. Too. All right. Into our next title, which is the family-friendly portion of the show. On October the 20th, we will see the release of Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Nathan, I know this is one you're looking forward to. It's one I'm looking forward to as well, to be honest. So what what is it specifically about this you're looking forward to? So i've haven't played the lego star wars games i've played a lot of lego games and so i'm interested to dive into the saga um that being said they are changing the formula in this game they have made very clear that this is not going to be your standard lego game and that's either going to be very good or very bad with the changes that are being made and i don't know where it's going to sit i think to be safe i'm going to say an eight, an 80 um but yeah, I think this is, I think it's going to do all right. I'm just worried that people aren't going to like the changes. They're purposely changed to the formula to make it fresher, but are people going to like those changes? So. You're jumping the gun again, Nathan. I was supposed to go first. Oh, well, sorry, sorry. But that's okay. Uh, I'm—I Yeah, I think, like you said, they're they are making some interesting changes to the formula while still t- sticking to that same art style. I think just this sheer amount of content We'll actually dissuade a few reviewers of okay, yeah, there's a lot here, but it's the it's Lego the way we know Lego, and I don't think there's going to be enough to differentiate it from what we've seen with the rest of the series. So I think it's going to come in around to seventy-seven.
1: Mm, okay. Uh, um, yeah, I, I think I, I'm I'm thinking probably because this will be include all nine movies technically. Yeah. Right. And is it just a re-release of the the originals?
0: No, they're... They're, they're remaking
1: it from they're the ground up. They're basically okay. remaking
0: it from the ground up in a new engine.
1: Okay. Uh, I'll go high and say 85.
0: 85. All right. Uh, then, Alex, what are you thinking?
2: 83.
0: 83? Cozy? 81. 81. Okay. On to our next game, the big October release, I would say, uh, since Star Wars is unfortunately going to get delayed. And that's Watch Dogs Legion on the 29th. So I know I'm very excited the fact that this is coming out this year. I actually thought after the initial delay it was going to get pushed further. But it's a nice surprise to see that it, we're going to get it this year. So who else is picking it up with me day one? Come on. Show of hands.
2: Probably, uh, very likely. Uh,
0: if I've got the extra money, I'll do it. I love the hell out of Watch Dogs 2. I think uh, Watch Dogs 2... Uh, As somebody who didn't like Watch Dogs 1, I thought Watch Dogs 2 was amazing. So I'm excited about this, although I kind of don't love the setting for it. So I don't know. I really like... I like San Francisco and like that. It was fun and bright. And Marcus as a character. And I'm worried about this game and how it's taking a multi-character approach. uh, Because I really grew attached to Marcus. Um, So I'm... I'm worried about that. I think... I think it looks cool and I think a lot of the stuff in it is super cool but I just worry um, worry about it ov- overall so I don't know I'm kind of mixed okay uh, then I think I'm trying to remember where we started with the last time uh, Nathan I think it's you this time because you stole my thunder in the last one so how do you think oh. Watch Dogs is going to score so Watch Dogs 2 got an 82 a Metacritic uh, this is probably going to score similarly uh, let's say an 83 83
1: AJ um yeah. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say 85.
2: So I'm thinking if they nail, if they nail the, the um, procedurally generated stuff, that it's gonna get, that it's gonna, re- get scored higher. So I'm gonna be optimistic, and say 86. 86. Cozy.
3: Uh. I'm gonna go one step higher and say 87. 87.
0: Uh, I'm in the same boat as you, Alex. If it hits on the stuff that they're promising, and I I think this could set a new bar for what an open world uh, game could be. If it is play as anybody and it feels that way, whether you're playing as a grandma or you're playing as drunk in a bar, I think it's going to come in at a 91. All right. On to the next big release that is on the calendar. And no, we're going to skip over this joke one because we're running a little long. And that's AC Valhalla, November 17th. I know we've seen a lot of this game now between the initial reveal and what Ubisoft showed this past week. Anyone apprehensive about what they're seeing, or are we all ready for this Viking good time? It's been delayed.
2: I don't know if I'm gonna get it day one. I just wow. don't know if I have the time.
0: I like I, that I'm is. really,
2: I'm really excited about the game, but I just don't think I'm gonna be able to play it.
0: Our fr- our friend TJ, who's with us in the Twitch chat tonight, is gonna be very, very mad at you. But that's okay.
3: You know what? i'm gonna say it's gonna be delayed i think it could get delayed to a later date in november but yeah. i think it's still gonna be delayed
0: wow okay hmm. uh let's go to the front of the pack where we were supposed to start instead of those two delays aj what do you think's uh, gonna happen with ac uh
1: i think it'll come out um when i'm not sure but i think i think i think that date seems pretty fair uh and i think it's going to probably get 90
2: 90 Ooh. okay
0: alex what are you thinking
2: so it's definitely coming out. Like, there's no way that they're delaying it. Um, just because, especially with the date, it really seems like it's going to be releasing around a next gen console, like probably on the day. Um, so I just, I just don't, I don't see them delaying it a week or two, um, or like w- out into November or throughout November. Jesus. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say it's gonna probably be very similar to Odyssey. I'm gonna say eighty four.
0: And I think for me i i also think it comes out but i don't think i think people are going to be a little let down by some of the things that they're changing going and changing some of the systems that people really enjoyed in odyssey and i think even though it's been two years people have been talking about odyssey for those two years and i think there's still a bit too much assassin's creed in our lives and i think that's going to reflect in the reviews i think it's going to come out at an 86. so on to the other big release of that week Two days later, on November nineteenth, so Alex excited. is going to ejaculate in his pants for Cyberpunk. I'm going to cyber cum. A girthy ejaculation. I did not
2: need to hear that. So that was too much. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> nano machines just. Oh man! It's going to form Beats headphones, like in that Transformers Nanogines. movie. Nano um, machines. Can someone make predictions like about this Like a kidney so stone, we almost. Well, it's my it, well, it's my turn to do the right, prediction. Right, right. It landed yeah, perfectly yeah. on me. It's like the it's like the game knows. Um. Cyberpunk is going to review hella good. It's um, CD Projekt Red has this really great track record, and I think they are nailing from from the 1st hand's impressions that people have had with this game. I think they're nailing what they're setting out for. I think it's going to be a 94. before I'm a little biased, okay. I know. Cozy,
0: what are you? Oh, just a little bit. Excuse me, Cozy. What are you thinking on uh, Cyberpunk's?
3: Uh, I think it's going to get an 89. I think there are going to be years share of people that are going to be a little bit surprised that it's more in the vein of games like Deus Ex and is, uh, Grand Theft Auto, uh, but its quality will be undeniable.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to be right around there with you. I think it's going to be uh, 91. Nathan, what are we thinking on EC or on bleh, Cyberpunk? Let's just give it a flat 90.
2: Flat 90 and AJ. What do you
1: think? 92.
2: I'm 92. surprised no one said it was going to be delayed. I was They've delayed
0: it enough at this point.
2: The,
1: this I, I has got to be out. a console launch. It the has to be. The fact that
2: they delayed it out of September made me very wary about thinking it could get delayed again. <laughs>
0: I'm very surprised that we only said four games could possibly get delayed on this entire list. The only games we thought might get delayed is Cozy Thought, Fast and Furious. Three of us thought Avengers is going to get delayed. Uh, Star Wars, I said, is going to get delayed, which I'm kind of regretting at this point. But it's in, it's written, so it's fine. And a couple people thought Valhalla is going to get pushed, but now we're going to get into well, that's what? Cool, Airborne right. Kingdom. No, not that. Can we skip Airborne Kingdom? Yeah. Wait, honorable mention for Airborne Kingdom, but uh, did, I know did you a, a... just see Dir- Girth Five just now or Girth Four, whatever yeah. it was? And this one too. <laughs> No, no, don't get rid of that one. No. On. Now we're getting into the fun part of the show. These are games that don't have release dates. Uh, I don't know. I year. think you killed the fun part of the show. <laughs> Someone has to keep us in line. None of these games have release dates. They may or may not come out this year, and there's some games on here that people are very, very, very excited for. Cough, Alex, Halo, Cough, Cough. So let's just get I don't into know what it. you're talking and the, about. The first one we've got here is Axiom Verge 2.0. How do we think Axiom Verge is going to re- review? And we'll start with
3: Cozy. Uh, I, I didn't love the original Axiom Verge. I thought it was too hard up front. 83.
0: 83. Okay. Sorry to everybody uh, that liked that
3: game. No, no disrespect.
0: No, Just. Yeah, I think it's going to come out and be, they're going, like, I think they're going to have improved on some of those things, like the difficulty curve up front. And I think it's going to surprise a lot of people. I think it's going to come out and review better than the first one. I'm going to say an 87. Nathan? So... I had it, uh, it was my game of the year 2015. I had it a month before launch for a review and I got 95% of everything done in that game without any guides or any help available in that game. I don't understand it being too hard, um, personally, uh, because I didn't have any guides or anything for it. And I just obsessed about the game and finding the secrets and finding everything. Like I literally couldn't stop thinking about Axiom Verge. Um, so I'm definitely, um only a little bit biased uh, biased i i'm a little bit biased um but it's it's going to be excellent the first one was excellent um i'm pretty sure i gave it a 10 out of 10 because i think it is a 10 out of 10 game um it, uh but the metacritic's not going to reflect that uh or the open critic's not going to reflect that let's say a 90. flat 90 for nathan aj what do you think on axiom verge
1: axiom verge to probably around 87 god damn it's stealing my numbers let's see how it is
0: balance what are we thinking
2: um i haven't said a game has been delayed yet so this is not coming out this year well i have no going to say, say is
0: none of none of these have a confirmed date so we're not going to fault you if you put in like we're not going to say we're not going to guess if any of these are going to get delayed or not they're we're, we're scoring i'm assuming they're coming this year and if they don't then no one gets anything but no delays on all those right. games that don't have dates
2: all right fine then i'll say 86 i don't know
0: sure okay on to the next one which has been stuck in everyone's heads and that's bug snacks talking about them bug snacks I don't really know what this is going to be 78 put it down all right Damn. even though you weren't going first that's fine we're putting it down for 78 I'm going to be around there I'm going to say it's going to come in a little lower cuz people are it's going to be fine but it's going to have some jank like octodad it's going to be 74 Nathan uh yeah I think it's likely uh going to be like a really mixed game um like everybody's talking about Bug Snacks, it's a meme, and don't get me wrong, it was my game of show from Sony Show, uh, but I think all this stuff is actually going to carry it and give it a slightly better score because of what it's doing. So I'm going to say an 85. I'm going to be a little off. 85. Here. Wow. Okay. Wow. AJ, what are you thinking on them Bug Snacks?
1: Oh, uh, considering I went strawberry picking on the weekend and <laughs> which
0: has nothing to do with video games. Had a
1: great. It has a lot to do with Bug Snacks. It does yeah strawberries with eyes yeah um you know that that's going to influence me a little bit here i think i'm going to put it somewhere around 80
0: 80 80 it is alex what are you thinking
2: i think it, i think people i think it's not going to be as jank as uh, octodad but i think i'm going to say 69 <laughs> 69
0: all right into the next one a big are game from eat. A, coming from Bethes- bethesda does only real big game at the end of this year which is kind of surprising for them
2: Mother well they've re- they released their one other game in the beginning of the year they usually do two games a year
0: guys what? stop
2: messing with my Why?
0: spreadsheet okay death loop death loop's gonna come out this year probably at the launch of consoles at least for the playstation because it's exclusive there you guys are just the worst um goes to my <laughs> first and this last one so i wanted to try something new and you're taking a joke from the beginning of the show, and running it into the ground as hard as you <laughs> motherfuckingly can. <laughs> Death Loop's gonna score to it ninety-one. It's gonna be really, really good. Nathan, yeah, uh, Death Loop's gonna be excellent. Um, yeah, we should put it at uh, ninety-three. Wow.
1: AJ, um, I'm just gonna go solid ninety. Solid ninety
2: uh I'm very excited about Deathloop. It's one of my most anticipated games of this year. That's not called Cyberpunk or Halo. Um oh, we'll I think get there. just just to reflect uh based off of Dishonored 2 and Prey, I think that they I think it's going to be an 86. 86. I think it's, it's going to be positively received but not as much critically. I'm
3: going to give it an eight, yeah, I'm going to give it an 88 because in that way I have two digits in its name that both are looped.
0: Ooh. turn them sideways oh, yeah. and they're infinite exactly alright next game is coming to us from the folks over at Harmonix it's one I'm very much looking forward to and I'm um, probably the only one on the show and that's Fuser the DJ game anyone else excited for this say,
2: it's not you to go Googled first it It's right Nate. Right now.
0: it it looks great you have multiple tracks you can mix them together you, you're basically putting on your own set looks fun Nathan you're going first yeah. on this one what do you think Fuser is going to review at harmonic says all right uh i don't know an 80 i don't know enough about this game uh let's just say an 80 80 okay aj uh boy Yeah, just kiss your teeth because that's gonna help
1: yeah it does it makes me feel better on the inside Standable. uh let's go with yeah i'm gonna say 80 as well
2: i think people are not gonna i think it's gonna be too gimmicky and people are not gonna like it i'm gonna say a 70
1: 71 okay cozy uh i'm gonna
0: say 82 whatever 82, whatever. I like it. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a bit of a mixed bag as well. I think it'll come out to a 77. All right, the next one we've got is coming to us from the folks over at Gearbox, and I've talked about them enough on the show to piss them off, and that's Godfall. AJ, have you have you seen enough of this game to give it a number, or are you just pulling a number out of your butt?
1: Uh, I'm probably just going to be pulling a number out of my butt. Who makes it again? Uh, Gearbox. Gearbox. Gearbox?
2: Gearbox is publishing it. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're
0: developing it. as well, but I can, I can look I'll, it up. For, I'll look just it up. Ram- okay. You can just ramble for a second. It's
2: Counterplay me. Games, okay. who haven't made anything besides The Duelist. What? This is getting a solid 6.5 for me.
0: All right, Cozy's just jumping the gun. He's giving it a 6.5. Yeah, just do
3: it.
1: That's AJ, fine. what
0: do you think? Yeah. yeah. What, what, uh if
1: you're not making shots you're standing still yeah i'm i'm gonna give this one my uh 69
0: you're 69 alex yeah 59
2: 59 i think this is gonna be the Uh, worst launch title
0: i don't like the the thing is if it doesn't come out and it's broken people aren't gonna review bomb it to that extent i think yeah Let's go uh, 67 for the Leafs because I'm sad and hockey's coming back soon. And it better not be 67 much longer. Nathan. Uh, so I think you guys are just sleeping on Godfall. Um, the footage that was shown at the PC show, people were actually really impressed with it. Um, it's a launch title launch titles on new systems typically review better than they should because they're the only games available to play in those systems. I'm going to say an 85 85. The trailer had wub wubs for no reason. That game does not involve wub wubs in the slightest, but we'll move on to another okay, game. But that, that doesn't affect doesn't the quality of the game. Wub. Yeah. But if it markets that way and the game comes out and it's not that like if they're trying to capture some of the magic of borderlands marketing, the game comes out and it's just looter shooter with swords. That's so so. Looter slasher. Know, we'll see. It's a looter what slasher. A, uh, <sighs> Halo Infinite, Alex.
2: Uh, oh, can I? Okay, Halo you Infinite. Can t- you it can talk about be, it and or score it. Um. So it needs to be. It needs to be on par with other Halo games. No Halo game has ever reviewed badly. Even Halo Five has like an eighty-four on Metacritic. Like they they review well. Halo Infinite needs to be a 93 like it, it needs, needs to, to be, be a 90 or higher paid. and i i have enough needs faith to in be three, but four, I don't...
0: <laughs> okay
2: cozy
3: do you have that I much put my faith? money where my mouth is okay so i went and i looked up online what beyonce's favorite number is and according to this article on CapitalExtra.com, her favorite number is four this is because her mom was born on january 4th she was married on april 4th her birthday is September 4th, and her husband's is December 4th. I think it would be a little bit cruel to give Halo Infinite a 4, so I'm going to say 84.
0: 84. Okay. I'm in there with Alex. I think it has to be good. I don't think it comes out if it's not good, which isn't going to affect this, because I actually think it might act, it might get delayed into next year. Um, but I think... If it comes out this year, it's going to come out to a resounding eighty-seven. If it gets,
2: if it gets fucking delayed, I oh swear to God. I think it's
0: going to get delayed, but we're not.
2: It's been what? five what? years. It's not getting delayed. I swear to God, <laughs> I will make it so. What?
3: What's going on with Mitch's? Yeah, Mitch, are you okay?
2: The fuck are you guys He's doing? I'm
3: oh, not doing anything. anything. It's...
2: Yeah, I don't know. Very like confused. Guys, guys, it, says 87,
0: it says eighty-seven in the form, but I can't figure out why it's not showing up on my screen. I don't. Oh, there it. it came.
2: It, I hate to it I
0: left. Oh, it's white. Change the color. It? Nathan, it's what are gonna you be- going to score? Halo. Uh, I don't know anything about Halo. Uh, I'm going to say I don't think it's going to do as well as everybody's hoping because I think it's been in development hell. Uh, eighty-five. I mean that's still pretty good, but AJ, what do you think Halo's going to score at? 87. Stop stealing my goddamn numbers. Okay, next we've got Outriders from Square Enix. Does I anyone want to... I don't this game. Yeah, neither do I. We want to just strike it, because I literally just put it on there because it was on a bunch of lists. Sure, let's get to Spider-Man. All right, it's out. Spider-Man. Spider-Man going to be so good. Spider-Man going to be great. He's going to be greater. I hate you guys so much. Um... Girthier. i forgot where we i forgot where we left off so i'm gonna go first because i can and i think <coughs> i think spider-man right, being chill, what it please. is and reviewing the way oh. if it reviews anywhere near the way the original spider-man did which i think it can knowing the experience that it's going to tell i think we're looking at another really good game but it's not going to quite reach what it did so again it's probably going to come in around an 86 nathan Yeah, I was going to say an 85. I think 85 fits. Uh, Spider-Man didn't score like some of the other titles that Sony's put out first party wise, even though it's excellent. I think this is going to be a bit of a rehash of the original, which is great because I love the original um, and I'm looking forward to playing it. But I think that will be in people's minds. Yeah, I I think we will get a bit of a review bump with it being a launch title, but then with it being a smaller experience, I think that they sort of weigh each other out in that respect. AJ, how do you think spider mans going to score? when it launches with the PS5 in the fall of 2020?
1: 88.
2: 88?
3: 88. Uh, that's what Alex? I was going to do.
0: Oh, it's not um, your turn yet. I, Alex. Think,
2: I, think, uh, I think it's going to be highly regarded, especially by the people, but I think because it is going to be very samey to um, Spider-Man uh, PS4, I think it's going to get like an 82.
0: Ooh. 82.
2: Fight I think it takes... I'm I'm excited for it. Cozy, Uh, what are you thinking?
3: Spider has spider normally has eight legs. However, because we've talked about, I think that people are going to be a little disappointed that this spider isn't quite as good as its. Hold on, I was going to say eighty-three because you take an eight, you cut it in half, you got a three.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. vertically. Vertically. And with that, you have Press YYZ's predictions for how things are going to score through the rest of 2020. If you have any feedback on this segment since it's new please let me know and if i need to replace my co-hosts if you have a good suggestion you may just replace them
2: but we i think should with that's a screenshot of this list on twitter so that people can come who are listening live can check it out if they want to see the list as well also
0: to make sure that there's no cheaters who go in and uh, change the scores afterwards yes uh, i'm going if to figure need. out right now how to I'm going to figure out how to lock it at some point, but just trust that I will do that at some point. Okay. With that, we can wrap up the show. So next week will be a surprise as to what we end up talking about. But uh, yeah, that just about wraps it up for this episode of press YYZ. You can find the show on Twitter at press YYZ as well as twitch.tv slash where we accept your free Twitch prime money. If you so feel like giving it to us, uh, AJ, where can people find you on the internet?
1: Uh, you can find me all over the internet uh, at Times Hero, capital T, capital H. That's Twitter, Instagram, etc. And um, something that I got a message in the middle of this podcast uh, from my friend who is making Airborne Kingdom saying that uh, he has a new build for me to play. So I'm going to uh, test that for him.
0: Oh, can I, I test it? You be t- t- I don't think you should be telling us that, but we will move on. I Alex, where asked are you on the internet?
1: Permission.
2: Hello, right. um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, which is my main source, uh, it's Blatantly Alex. Twitter is Blatantly underscore Alex, and then YouTube, I occasionally make videos, Blatantly Alex.
0: Uh, you can follow me at uh, The underscore NMAC on Twitter. I urge you to go to my Twitter and look at the video I posted of the baseball game, because it is super funny, and just watch it and repeat uh, from uh, Super Mega, or as super mega baseball 3 super mega baseball uh, 3 just, yeah. yeah, super it's, mega it's, baseball it's a very funny very I, funny clip so i can watch confirm that. it also, is funny yes just check out my reviews on uh, uh ps4blog.net where you can find my stuff and now mitch's stuff too i know he's got some games coming up he's really excited about i love games i have at least one cozy where are you on the internet yeah
3: you can find me on Twitter at Alex Kazina. Unfortunately, I'm not a blue verified check mark, or well, fortunately, because it means that I wasn't targeted for any kind of hacking recently. You can also not find yet. me on Twitch at uh, twitchtv live. I've been playing a variety of games, both old and new, there these days, including a game called The Man, sorry, The Otterman Empire. Uh, so you can go check that out. I might talk about it on next week's show. Ooh,
0: cool. Um, Are we done? Uh, n- You can find me on the internet wherever you find me at Mr. Mitch George, including over at ps4blog.net, where I'll be writing some stuff for them. But until next time, be better. Girth for life.